we've seen Kevin Sheveldayoff be amongst the most patient general managers in the National Hockey League for a number of years. And to be honest, even Chevy's biggest critics have to be giving him a whole lot of credit for what this team looks like right now. He legitimately is a candidate for the general manager of the year right now if the team continues to play at that level that they've been. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Welcome inside the beach house in beautiful Pompano Beach, Florida. It's a very special show. We're not doing it. Uh, we are now doing it annually. It's our vocable preview special. Everybody's a little late to jumping on board here to this very big game. It's the only bowl game of the night. The roof. Roofclaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl. We're live at the Beach House here in Pompano Beach, Florida. It's no stranger to Darren Moose DuPont who joins us. He's up in uh, the rectangle. Let's bring him in. Hey, Moose, I see you got... Did you change? <laughs> you got your ugly... You didn't have that on earlier, right? I didn't. You asked for it. Wait, 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 wait. It lights up. Can you tell? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't. Don't... Go any don't jump in the shower with that thing on, man. You'll die. Yeah, exactly. Electrocute myself. Okay. Well, I appreciate you jumping in for a good time, not a long time. We've got some very special guests joining us here. Matt Dubuck is here. By the way, is it Dubuck or Dubuck? I've heard it both. Whatever you want. Whatever I want. Oh, that's whatever. Coach says whatever I want. He's that kind of guy, Moose. Uh, so his son is playing tonight in the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, rookie long snapper with the USF Bulls. Uh, so we're going to not just talk about this game tonight, although it is the only bowl game. ESPN's carrying it on the main network. Somebody's going to have to look in Canada to see if it's on TSN, because I look, doesn't look like it's on one of the four channels. Last year's Boca Bowl was, and Toledo uh, rolled over Liberty here. It wasn't even a game in, in the pouring rain, but... Uh, so Coach DeBuck's going to be with us here for Hour 1. In Hour 2, Andrew Nowacki's going to join us. Longtime Edmonton Eskimos, eight seasons, Grey Cup champion Andrew Nowacki's going to be with us. And um, we're just going to talk a lot of ball. CFL, college football, NFL, because tis the season. But we're opening with hockey because Moose is here. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? And we'll fire it up and go. Thank you. Having an issue, having an issue getting the YouTube feed going, but that's okay. We seem to be rolling here live from the beach house, our second home here in South Florida. So there's a new leader. Dun, 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 dun. Start spreading the news, Moose. There's a new leader in the NHL Central Division. It's the Winnipeg Jets. Gabe Velarde had a goal and two assists. Laurent Brassois made 26 saves, and the Winnipeg Jets beat Detroit at 5 2 to take over sole possession of the Central Division lead. Axel Janssen Fialbi. And Nikolai Ehlers each had a goal and a helper. Mark Scheifele and Neil Pionk also scored to help the Jets to improve, uh, what is it, to 18-9-3. and three. It's their second-best start ever. Patrick Kane and Oli Mata scored for Detroit, and James Reimer stopped 36 shots. I'm interested in your take on this one. I've watched it. It was a fantastic hockey game. I'm less concerned about the Jets. I've been on their train all year. I'm more concerned about the Red Wings. They've lost four in a row now since Kane showed up like what what's the deal there do you think yeah it's a little bit like the clock struck midnight on the Detroit Red Wings and their young talent their talent there and I don't think this is a Patrick Kane problem but it's just natural to think when you get help from a superstar in the National Hockey League with the resume of a Patrick Kane when he shows up a la Superman you kind of think wow 
he can do some of the work now and I don't have to do as much, you know, and I don't know that that's yep. necessarily what's going on in Detroit, but you sit back a little bit and you, and you expect him to step up and it's just not a, a healthy expectation. They need to find a way to reset and get everybody moving in the same direction um, because when they're going, uh, they are a really good team. This is a, this is a tough little blip for them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's just new faces, introducing new faces, a lot of expectations, but they're not in a playoff spot right now. By the way, I didn't mention this earlier. I will now. We are live across Canada on the Game Plus television network, also airing in 31 U.S. states. We're on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE, live right now, 99.1 FM, your southern home for sports and talk. And then, of course, streaming, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Um, I want some help from the hockey fans and the best. Actually, before we do that, let's talk about Ovi. Alex Ovechkin's career-worst goal drought is up to 14 games now. The Washington forward did have an assist on Dylan Strom's overtime winner as the Capitals beat the New York Islanders 3-2 on Wednesday night. But again, Alex Ovechkin is goalless in 14. I can't remember now. Wayne's record is 894. Ovi is at 827. So do the math. He's like 27 away, and he has been forever. And our poll question today is Do you think Ovi is going to catch Wayne Gretzky's goal record? And the poll question is brought to you daily by Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. I haven't tweeted it yet. I know Clark's put it up on YouTube. I don't know what the masses are saying, but I'm going to sit here right now and say, I don't think. I don't think so. Um, Crosby, Sidney Crosby, still pumping at his age. But Ovi's not. Uh, and to be honest, coming out of last year, Darren and I thought that it was just a foregone conclusion that Ovi was going to catch Wayne. But if he, if he doesn't score, he's not going to. I'm going to say no. What are you voting on that? When you, when you're, well, yeah, when you reach this age, um, the cliff happens really fast. I'm not saying Ovi's there. He's still racking up some points near, near or at the team lead in points. But yeah, you got Sid, who's a point of game guy. Um, at this age and and still rolling um, but it does happen quickly so I think if you vote no you're kind of thinking that Ovi's reached the end the the decline is here he's at five goals I mean if he has a 10 goal season uh, that makes it really difficult and everybody says well they're going to let him play and we had Alan May on here saying he's going to keep playing until he reaches the record well Pride is going to step in because Alex Ovechkin I don't know that he wants to play in the NHL if he's just scoring 10 goals a year Right. If he's scoring 20 or 25, you'll keep playing. Um, so, you know, it's it doesn't look good. I'm going to actually switch my vote and say, no, he's not going to catch Wayne because I think maybe we've reached the uh, the decline here. Yeah, well, I guess if he catches fire, we'll all switch our vote again. I'm with you uh, at the end of last season. I would have voted yes. But if you're not going to score in 14 games and counting, no, no, you're not going to catch him. And it's too bad. Um, <laughs> I brought this up to Serena because she's the biggest Wayne Gretzky fan of all time. I said, we should talk about this on the Cats and Bolts podcast. Ovi's slump. And she's like, nope, don't want to jinx it. Let's just leave him sleep. She doesn't want to see him catch Wayne. And my question about the polls, the, uh, what, what are you laughing at? What? No, I mean, such an Oiler fan thing to say. And I and I admire and I respect it. But she's just like, nope, just keep them struggling. Get all the assists you want, you know, but don't touch Wayne. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And for the betters, for the betters out there, the Seattle Kraken, 
edged the LA Kings 2-1 in the late game on Wednesday night. And Darren and I have started this fun little thing. I think we'll do it throughout the rest of the winter. And that is uh, the games of the night, or all the games in the NHL. For Bet Regal, we'll pick a winner. You and I, well, then you went and laid money down on it like a fool. I don't bet much. It, playoff pools I do in the Stanley Cup, and that's all. You go down and lay down a parley. And then, like a donkey, you put on Twitter that all I need now is the Kings to beat Seattle, and I win my <laughs> tiny little parlay here. Oh like, no! That's a, I have a I have a rule, and that's don't tweet during games. I don't always follow it. Sometimes I break it, but I feel like to make a statement like that, you jinxed yourself. I know. I wanted to go back. I should have went back and. You know, I, I celebrated not on the one-yard line, but unlike the 25-yard line. Yeah. You know, we had marched two-thirds of the way down the field, and I started waving the football around, and uh, sure enough, the crack and spoiled the party. But you know what? Um, it was fun. I put a couple of bucks down, nothing more. Um, you know, and you know what? They will hit once in a while. We have some fun with it, and, you know, I hope everybody had some fun, and nobody lost their shirt because I said to take the parlay. <laughs> I would assume that's happened to a lot of people. Can I hear from the betters? Would you, if you needed one win, one more game to come through, and you win on your ticket, that you would, as Terrence said, start <laughs> celebrating on the one-yard line? That is so you. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, we'll, we will talk. I want to say this before my guys are around. DeBuck was here, but he had to take a call. They're kind of a big deal around here. They talk about DeBuck all the time. He's the most famous high school football coach in the state of Florida. And he's from Verdun, Quebec, by the way, which I believe is a suburb of Montreal. I'm not sure, but we'll straighten it out with DeBuck, hence the French name. He's a big deal. I just don't want him to overhear me saying that. They talk about him on the radio all the time. He's won three state 5A football championships. And to be got, he's getting college and pro opportunities all the time. For his own reasons, he's not taking them. But Dubuck's going to be here. His kid plays for the University of South Florida Bulls, and they play tonight in the Boca Bowl. And then an hour to Andrew Nowacki, who's from Stony Creek. Stony Creek, Ontario, the same hometown as Corey Grant. Sorry, I got it confused with Stony Plain, which I, is where Glenn Hall's from, a suburb of Edmonton. Getting old here. But those are our guests uh, coming up on the Boca Bowl preview here today. It's a busy place, and it's freezing, by the way. Ain't it, Matt? Freezing. 22 Celsius. No, he says it's beautiful. Of course. Belle. Belle is the French word for beautiful. Is Verdun a suburb of Montreal? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's where he's from. He's got a very interesting story of how he got down here to South Florida and won all these championships with Cardinal Gibbons. Um... We're not a basketball show. The Denver, but I will mention this point too. The Denver Nuggets have won five of their last six games. The latest victory was a 113-104 decision over the Toronto Raptors last night. Canada's Jamal Murray scored 20 points in his only regular season appearance at Scotiabank Arena. Point three, new long-term deals for the coach and general manager of the Montreal Alouettes. GM Danny Machocha signed a new contract through 2027. Head coach Jason Moss gets a new deal through 2026. The Owls upset the Blue Bombers in the CFL championship. Uh, championship game last month as you know point four nfl aaron Rodgers has been activated from the injured reserve list but the quarterback won't play again this season for the new york jets coach robert salas says the move is the next step in Rodgers' rehabilitation from a torn achilles tendon the jets had to activate the four-time nfl mvp or he would go back on injured reserve for the rest of the season i heard some espn pundits some of these guys i'm really starting to have develop a disdain for 
just for things that they say. But they were like, why is Aaron Rodgers even coming back at all? I guess he's going to practice. What is your take on Aaron Rodgers? I'm glad the Jets have been officially eliminated because there's no drama about whether he's going to play or not. If he plays, he's an idiot. I think he's going to practice. But at least they won't press himself in getting back. I don't know why he would be on the field at all right now other than ego. Thoughts? It's a little ego and to show that this, you know, not experimental procedure, but this um, different way of, you know, rehabbing the Achilles injury that it works to get back to playing. And yes, he's been cleared. So that's all checking boxes. I don't mind that he's coming back, but I'm with you. It's a good thing that they're eliminated because he's not going to be forced to rush it back onto the field. Um, he won't play even if he's activated, even if he dresses in a game, he's not going to play, um, which I don't expect that to happen either. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they prepare for next year because that's where we're looking at York Jets. By the way, just sprinkling in some audience comments here. Jay watching in Winnipeg says, without Backstrom, Ovi has no chance of catching 99. Isn't that something? That is like saying without Curry, without Glenn Anderson, Wayne wouldn't have done it. And those are great players. I'm, I, I understand the argument that you're saying. Nelson, oh, Messier, of course, but they didn't play on the same line. But thanks, Matt. Nelson, <laughs> our VP of Sim Events, so he's a, he knows hockey too, by the way. Nelson says, tweeting during the game, exactly what Willie Jefferson has done, two great cups in a row. Just don't do it. And by the way, the Bombers have lost the last two Grey Cups. And I might add the 2009 Grey Cup. Twitter was around in 2009, for those that don't remember. Tad Cornegay, the Grey Cup kid, he tweeted at halftime. For us, with the Rough Riders, I believe he said, we got this one in the bag. <laughs> don't tweet during <laughs> games, especially if you're playing in it. That's what we've learned here today. And definitely if you have, are betting on it. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says 22 degrees Celsius is now cold. LOL. I guess if I lived in Florida, it would be. It's freezing, bro. Point five, week 16 of the NFL season kicks off tonight in Los Angeles with the Rams taking on the New Orleans Saints. Both teams enter 7-7, seven and seven, but you're looking to improve their playoff chances. The Rams are still on the hunt for a wild card spot, but the hunt, uh, Saints have another path. They're tied for the division lead in the week NFC South. It's not the most salacious of Thursday night games, but do you want to take a stab at it? Saints at Rams. They both got playoff chances. Uh, who do you think is going to pull it out? I like the Rams to pull this one out. Um, again, I, I think, they, but there's a lot to play for because they're both playing for playoff spots here. And so Derek Carr has played pretty well the last couple of weeks in New Orleans. Um, so I like that. But I, since they've got Matthew Stafford back uh, with Nakua and Cup, the, uh, the Rams are starting to find their way. And they're almost, I wouldn't call them the Buffalo Bills because they're not on that level right now. But they're a team with their coach, McVeigh, if you get into the playoffs, I don't think the Rams are a team that you want to meet in the wild card round in the NFC. I don't. I just don't think they are because they're talented and they've got a great coaching staff. So um, this will be a fun one tonight. Darren, I'm going to let you go. Thanks for joining us and kick off your Sask Christmas celebrations. I appreciate the time. Uh, thanks for all this setup and everything because you're responsible for it. And we'll see you tomorrow for a football Friday. Sounds good. Enjoy the beach house.
Thank you. We'll be previewing all the bowl games, but specifically the Boca Bowl when we come back. And we'll talk some hockey. We'll talk some CFL, NFL with our live guests here at the Beach House, Pompano Beach. Florida is the place to be. We're live on Game Plus Television with the RP Show. And, of course, WQEE Radio in Atlanta, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Game day here in beautiful South Florida. You got to love it. The roofclaim.com, Boca Raton Bowl. And uh, by the way, I got the shirt for it, or at least last year's game. I covered it up because I got to wear a jacket here today. But I'm sure they'll be selling merchandise tonight. It's a late kickoff. 8 p.m. on the main ESPN network. And somebody has yet to tell me if it's airing on any of the five TSN channels in Canada. But we welcome Coach DeBuck, Matt DeBuck, Cardinal Gibbons High School from Verdun, Quebec. We got a lot to get over, uh, Coach. This is the first time in person, so welcome. Welcome. Thanks, Rod. You're Thanks. like my CFL guy. That's it. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. That's awesome. He's one of the best guys. And listen, we should introduce you to our audience in terms of you are a CFL alum. You got great stories there. Shoot, we could spend 40 minutes on that. We could. We could. <laughs> Talk about that, your time in the CFL. Well, you know, I'm so happy, you know, hearing, you know, Danny getting a contract extension. I'm friends with Danny and, and Jeremy and o Jeremy O'Day and I were both teammates in Toronto. And then um, obviously Chris Jones and I are, are friends. So I still have a large connection to the league. And, you know, I just I enjoy watching the, the play. I think it, it's uh, innovative offensively, and that's what I coach here in, in Florida. I'm an offensive coordinator, head coach. So I'm always trying to steal stuff from what they're doing uh, because, again, there's so much movement. And, and I think it's, a, it's way more exciting 
than people give it give it credit for. Well, you know what? I I, I bragged you up a little bit when you took that call and walked away because you're too humble to even agree with this. But Matt's one of the most famous football names in this state. They talk about you on the radio all the time uh, with the Cardinal Gibbons Chiefs. And you got some, <laughs> they know you hate to lose. You're like one of the most competitive guys I've ever seen. Maybe that's why you're coaching. Hey? Well, you know, I think when you're involved in sports your whole life, you know, it's never life or death. We're not, we're not at war. But if you treat it that way, I, I think um, you're going to end up on the in the win column a lot more than you will otherwise. And I don't have many hobbies. I don't do many different things. You met my dog the other night. Red. No, his name's Tyson. And he's a fighter, too. You were going to call him Red. Yeah, we didn't end up doing that. But, you know, <laughs> I, I don't have many hobbies. I love football. Both of my sons play football. Um, everything I do is, is pretty much better. So, you know, I, I've been to Tampa five or six times. I flew around the country watching my son this year at USF actually playing tonight. Uh, he's got the same competitive nature I have, and so does my other son that will be a senior next year. And I think they probably get most of that from their mother, Melanie, because uh, she's super competitive. So, you know, in our family, it's, uh, you know, when we do something, we want to win at it. I apologize. I screwed up your dog's name. Red might have been more appropriate, but what a golden retriever? What a, uh, he's, a, he's a lab. Golden lab? Yep. Beautiful, lab. beautiful dog. <laughs> i never seen as much as your players probably think you're a hard ass that dog just melts you melts you know, you you know we've had dogs since we've been married and our dog passed away a year ago and we finally got the courage to get another one and you know the puppy stage is tough but we, we're enjoying it we're like proud new parents <laughs> i can tell it's great tyson is the dog by the way that ocean over coach to buck's shoulder is real we're live at the beach house and he asked me what's your deal with the beach house and i said thad the manager it's a very close friend of ours huge hockey fan but anytime that we can bring down live shows this is our special occasion place matt so we did the nhl all-star game here our thousand show our nhl preview last year and now this the bokeable preview which would be a good time right now to just talk about this game tonight pretty exciting that your kids in it yep university of south florida um versus syracuse it's the only bowl game of the night why is this on the big national network because last year nobody seemed to care about the Boca bowl i don't know you know the all these bowl games are affiliated with the conferences the aac obviously is a is a jump up it's a group of five not quite a power five but it but i think um you know it's content for espn and and uh Everybody in, in the United States loves football, and I'm sure they'll have great viewership. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm a high school football coach, so these all these college coaches come through. I know guys on both staffs. Obviously, I know everybody at the USF staff, but, you know, it's, um, it's fun to see some of these kids. I think there's probably about 12 Syracuse players that are from South Florida, and then obviously USF's. Um, their roster's littered with kids from South Florida, Central Florida, and, and, and around the panhandle. So uh, I think it'll be a good game. My guy uh, in Regina, Bill Edwards, who just shipped me a Don Cherry bobblehead this week, he writes in and says, it's not seen on any TSN listings. And that's unfortunate because last year's game was on TSN, too. I don't know if you remember. It was a downpour, and Toledo, uh, Toledo speedboated. Uh, Liberty in the I game. I watched it. Yeah, were you there or you watched it on TV? I wasn't there, but yeah, I watched it. I was there, and it was <laughs> terrible conditions. But it looks like tonight, aside from wind, what do you what, as a coach, what would you rather have, wind or rain? 
I mean, we love to throw the football, so that, you know, for me, that's that's almost kryptonite, both of them. Uh, but you know, I played at Texas Tech in the '90s. Our stadium was in the hole. We called it in the hole. Um, so we were, uh, you know, in ground because the West Texas winds are so strong. So I, I would say wind more than rain. Rain really <laughs> hampers right. you in the, in the pass game. Every coach I've asked has said you'd rather play in the wind. You can figure that out, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I promised that there were some viewer questions here. Here's a fun one from David in Winnipeg. He says, question for Matt DeBuck. Being from Quebec, why do French people clap whenever a plane lands successfully? I've been hearing it a lot lately and curious why. Is that a thing? I have no idea. I don't either. I don't think it's a French thing. I think they're happy to be at the destination. Every time a plane lands in Florida, everybody, <sighs> I think they're just happy to be here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg said, is Matt in touch with Bomber Assistant GM and Seminoles legend Danny McManus? I know Danny. Uh, I see him at the national convention here and there. Uh, I always see Mike O'Shea at the convention. Uh, we just haven't been able to hook up player-wise, uh, you know, down there, and, and they haven't run any camps through our place yet. So Mike and I were teammates in, in uh, Toronto. So I always say hi to him and, and Brad Foddy, our, the longtime equipment manager when I played. Everybody it. talks about him. He's yeah. still there and, and does a great job. So, yeah, um, Danny Mack, he's legendary in the United States and, and has done a great job, obviously, stacking the roster in Winnipeg. Coach DeBuck with us. Happy to take your questions, my questions. I should tell you the Sober Carpenter text line is open 902-518-3033. Sober Carpenter, ask for them by name at your local beer, wine, and spirit store. It's available here at Total Wine and Spirits, uh, Boca Town Center. I should mention, being from Verdun, are the Alouettes your team or are you just an overall CFL fan? No, they never. Uh, they didn't sign me after I got released. So you don't like uh, them. So no, I, they're not my team. But you know, I was happy to see Danny, Danny get the the win. I mean, I know the Machocha he's talking about. Machocha. I know the the ownership problems that they were having, and Danny and I were were talking a lot. And Danny vacations down here, so we always go out to lunch when he's here. And I'm just glad to see him. He's a winner. Danny's a winner. I don't care what anybody says about him. He's won at every stop he's been at. And I don't see this thing slowing down. He knows how to pick talent. And uh, he loves his hometown. He's representing his hometown. And I think it's important to him that they have a great product. Uh, Nelson, we're jumping all over the place. It's what we do here, Matt, and you know that. Uh, Nelson writes in and he says, the Boca Raton Bowl will be on TSN Plus tonight. So if you have the TSN app, you can stream the game. And I would suggest that you do. Do you think there'll be a big crowd because with well, a lot of USF fans are coming over, which you would know because your kid plays on the team. Uh, I know that USF uh, reached their allotment of 5,000 tickets, and I think they went wow. above that. So, you know, as far as people coming down from Syracuse, why not? I mean, it's cold as you know what up there. So I, I think it's a nice destination tonight for a lot of those people. And, you know, I, I yeah, I think it'll be a good crowd. I, great stadium. Oh, is it ever. FAU is a beautiful campus. It's up and coming. I mean, there's nothing bad about Florida Atlantic University. You can see the ocean from the upper deck at the FAU. Press box, so yeah. it, it's, it's pretty awesome. So I'm looking forward to it tonight. Well, here's the funny thing. I meant to mention this with Darren when he was on. Folks, check your junk folder. Check it. 
because three or four times I applied for media accreditation for the Boca Bowl tonight, and I never got a response. I started to get angry. And then I thought, well, maybe I should just check my junk. I've been accredited four times because I kept hitting it. So I will be there tonight in the press box. And if you say the Bulls are bringing 5,000-plus fans, that's more than we're even here last year. But is how old is that stadium? Maybe seven or eight years. Ooh, it's it's it new. Nice. 32,000? Yeah. yeah. You know, the legendary coach, Howard Schnellenberger, University of Miami, he's the one that put this whole thing on the map with Florida Atlantic University and the stadium's named after him, and he, he was a legend at FAU and Miami. Look him up. Howard K. Schnellenberger Field at FAU Stadium. Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg. A lot of the football people, which I knew, are digging this show today, and I knew they would. Patrolman Pete says, you got to get that Florida talent pool flowing to Winnipeg. You know what they say, what they recruit out of Florida, out of high school, is speed. What is it about the players here? You know, that's a great question, and I, I can't put my finger on it. I, but I would just say, the, you know, it's like hockey. The, the, the best hockey is in Canada. You know why? Because it's cold and there's ice, and that's what kids do. Down here, the football, baseball, you can play it all year round. So, I, you know, I think what you're seeing now is just you're a product of your environment. It's important here. The Tri-County area, Broward, Dayton, Palm Beach County, put more kids in college than any other place in America, including Texas and Georgia, the tri-county area. So, you know, I would just probably say overall the climate, you know, if you go up, Bell Glade, I think has the most NFL players uh, ever, you know, from the muck, they call it. So again, I think it's just, you're a product of your environment and it's important down here. Yeah, and it's not just speed. I mean, on Monday night, Matt was nice enough to ask me to come speak at the wind-up, their year-end wind-up for his football team. And I got my photo taken with your starting right tackle, your quarter, your quarterback, and was Johnny Rodriguez, is he a D-lineman? Oh, uh, oh. Uh, center. I'm 6'3", and I'm reaching up to put my arms around yep. these guys. I can't imagine the grocery bill. <laughs> they talk about where those kids are going and the kind of careers they've had. In high school, folks, 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", three bills. Uh, our center's going to Florida uh, FIU. International, FIU. Our uh, right tackle's going to East Carolina University. We have two, two guards going to Wagner, Staten Island, upstate New York. Or not upstate New York, but across from the city. So those four guys all averaged, you know, 6'4", 285 to 300 pounds quarterbacks going to North Carolina and our tight end uh, signed with Georgia and then the second signing period in February we'll probably have another seven or eight sign and um, that'll wrap up this class and then we're on to the next class you know of 24. That was a special night the other night last time together for that gang I guess huh? Yeah you know we had a before I came here today we had a team meeting with the guys that are returning and you know you it's their turn now you know, it's, they're on the clock and the recruiting process starts. But, you know, I, I could sit here and talk to you about the transfer portal someday, we're, Rod. We're going to get into that next. And I'll tell you what, it, it is definitely, there's over 5,000 NCAA football players in the transfer portal. So, I, you know, I, I don't know how this is all going to play out for the high school athletes. You know, uh, I have my feelings on it. I have my thoughts on it. Uh, you know, but the NIL and these guys are getting paid now a lot of money to play. 
You know, we're talking the, the, the four-star, five-star guys that are going to Power Five are getting, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars to millions. So I don't even know why you'd want to go to the NFL or Canada. You, you just play there and for two or three years and don't get hit anymore and pocket your dough. So I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know how this is going to play out. That's exactly what yours and my buddy Jones said. He said exactly that. This is already hard to get guys to come to the CFL. Now it's even harder because of the money, right? Listen, I, my son's a long snapper, and, you know, he has an NIL. I mean, wow. he, he's, he's, doing, he's doing better than I ever did. And I was on a full scholarship at Texas Tech. They used to give us a $10 bill after every game to go out to dinner. These kids are getting now, they're getting meals and money. And I'm like, man, I grew up in the wrong era. But I wouldn't trade, I wouldn't trade the era I played in with this, this new era today because it is pro football 2.0 in the NCAA level. And, and I hope they do something about it to, to make sure that they don't ruin the game. Uh, Jordan Ewart is watching in the Queen City. He writes in and says, I just looked up, the, looked up that stadium in Boca. Dang, that's nice. Right, you wouldn't even know about it. I lived here a year and didn't even know about it because I was going everywhere else. Dolphin Stadium. Um, Jordan's got a lot of questions for you, and everybody does. We'll be right back with Coach DeBuck, and our next guest is here, Andrew Nowacki, Edmonton Eskimos, great and Grey Cup champion. It's Champions Day here. The RP Show, live from the Beach House in Pompano Beach, Florida. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless? or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain. It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at aol.com. It's never too late. It's another game day in South Florida. This time we're talking about the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. And it's the big game tonight. Syracuse versus the University of South Florida, 8 p.m. Eastern at FAU Stadium, Howard Cage, Nullenberger Field. Coach Matt DeBuck is with us here live at the Beach House Pompano. It's our annual Boca Bowl preview. Last year, we had Joey Yawk of the Liberty Flames broadcast crew and alum joining us. We are Coach DeBuck here today. His kid, Trey, is playing for the Bulls in the game tonight. Coming up in hour two, Andrew Nowacki. We're going to talk more college football, sim CFL stuff, and the rest. And uh, from the, uh, I'll, I'll save the text comments for the next segment or a, mi- a little later on. I appreciate people writing in on the 902 line. Just on the bowl phenomenon, because it is a phenomenon, there's 43 bowl games. Yes. Yeah. I guess it's great for the players, I guess. I mean. <sighs> well, here's the thing. The college coaches love it because you get another 12 to 15 practices. You can evaluate your younger players. Now that the free agency is hit, 
and guys are opting out. So the next guy is up. Can he play? Um, it's another 12 practices, and, and the value, you're getting paid to go to the bowl game. You're getting your program exposure. The kids, I, I'll tell you, Trey got a ton of stuff. Um, meal money, I mean, it's, it's, it's great. It's great for the kids. He's been in a, a beautiful hotel for a week, and, you know, it's a great experience. I played in four bowl games myself. Yeah. So I, I, I think they're great, you know, but... Yeah, there's a lot of them. <laughs> so, but again, you know, Jeff Reimbo, yep. who you would know well, was is on this show every week, and we just discussed. It depends on your perspective, because I was all excited last year to see Liberty come in here and see Ken Austin. Nope. Five days before the game, he bolts and goes to Auburn with Hugh Freeze, and they're gone. Look at Ohio, Curtis Rourke not playing. Now they did manage to win their bowl game on right. the weekend, but that's the one thing. If you're excited to be see certain players. Michael Pratt from here, they tell me, will not play for Tulane in their bowl game. Their coach left, uh, I think Willie, Willie, Free, or Willie. Taggart? No, um, he went to Houston. And, and here's the thing, the, the, these guys, the bowl games, like, it's terrible for the betters. If the betters aren't keeping track of it, you're expecting, you know, I think Georgia had two tight ends when in the portal. And Bowers is going to be probably a top five pick. So they're going to be playing with a redshirt freshman that hasn't played a, really at all this year. My guy is going to go into bowl practice, but he can't play in the game. So, you know, I, I, they've got to do something to stabilize it because I, I don't think we should have this much free agency in college football well and that's where the comments are coming in from the audience here uh jordan ewart says i saw today archie manning is making more money this year than brock purdy haha <laughs> uh that's archie the third i guess or whatever he says is the transfer portal a pro or con for college football because again that's a perspective thing some people like it and some hate it where are you on it i don't like it because it's taken away scholarships from high school kids because, you know, instead of taking an 18-year-old, you go in the portal, you take a 21 or 22-year-old. Uh, at USF, their, their punter's 30 years old. He's, he's from the, um, the uh, he's an Aussie. Okay. So, you know, the, the other long snapper's 23, 24. The, the other kicker they got out of the transfer portal, he's 25. So Trey's 18. You know, so he's like, he's like a kid compared to you know, they're in the specialist room at his school. Um, but, you know, it all still goes down to can you play? If you can't play, then they're going to weed you out. They're going to yeah. push you out. Um, so it works on both ends. You know, they, the college coaches will tell you to go in the portal if you can't play. So, you know, when you get there, you better be ready to go and, and, and you better not have a fraudulent, you know, attitude about it because they'll get rid of you quick. Well, here's the transfer portal. For those that don't know, how would you in 30 seconds or 30 words or less explain it? What it is for those that don't know. So the transfer portal started when a college coach got a new job. The kids could go in the portal and get a one-time transfer. Then the NCAA changed it, and then you could become a graduate transfer. Then it changed, and now you get two transfers and a graduate transfer. So a kid could be at a place with that COVID year that we got, the kids got. It could be at three, two, two or three different places in six years. I mean, you could have your, your um, first or second year of college done in a year if you go to summer school. I mean, you, 
Trey could be a graduate graduate transfer in three years. You know, it's 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 like free agency, and you can switch teams twice. Yes. My my Basically. only thing is, how do the transcripts hold up? Like, you still have to do the college work. You still have to get the credits. You still have to have that major go to the other school. That is my question. It, it just is. It, it sounds like it's just too easy. Where back in the day, it wasn't like that. It was hard to transfer. Schooling, I guess, just isn't that important. Well, then that's the wrong message. But what's the message, Matt? Come on. Loyalty, coaches skipping around, Coach Prime. Hey? But, yeah, but, but here's the thing. What can, you, what can you have in your back pocket for the rest of your life, your degree? This is short-term thinking, Rod. Sure. It's short-term. Now, there's a lot of money. There's a lot of money up front. But like I tell our own players, hey, you come here. For the next 40 years, you got the Cardinal Gibbons family with you. We have doctors, lawyers, judges, um, mayors, you name it, high-end people that are doing great things. I want to be associated with that, you know? And I think sometimes these, these kids are, are just short-term thinking and, and taking the easiest road. Okay, <laughs> so I'm sorry to interrupt you, but Curtis Rourke, Canadian kid, as we air all across Canada on Game Plus television right now in 31 U.S. states. Born, well, he might have been born in Victoria, too, like his brother Nathan, but raised in Oakville, Ontario. He switches from Ohio to Indiana for his last year. Seven figures is the NIL money he's apparently getting. Did he go for the money to Indiana? Because there were three. Well, they were three and nine this year. Of course so, he but, did. But, but some are saying this is going to give him a better opportunity. How do you know that? I'm just telling you what the scouts are saying because I'm no scout. So it's money. That's why. It's 100% money because here's the deal. They have a new coaching staff. I know Tom Allen. He got fired. It's a whole new coaching staff. So there's no guarantees he's, this new guy's going to flip it. But the guaranteed of one, you know, seven figures, that you can count there's on all that. all money. Yeah. 100%. I should have known. Follow the money, as they say. One more segment with Coach DeBuck and Andrew Nowacki slides in here. Is there anything we haven't covered that you'd like to? Just to think about it in the next four minutes in the break? Yeah, I, obviously I'm a big CFL fan. Okay. And, and uh, you know, I can talk about my coaching staff, the guys that I work with and, and stuff okay. like that. CFL questions. He's our guy. You recognize him through the season. As soon as, what, mid-August hit, I never heard from you anymore. I was like, oh, DeBuck's team's playing. He's yeah, not ringing yeah. my phone anymore. Yeah, I get uh, pretty so, busy. So this is the guy. So we'll be talking a little CFL when we come back, maybe a little on the NFL, too. Andrew Nowacki next hour. As I mentioned, we're live from the Beach House in Pompano. It's our Boca Raton Bowl preview. We do it every year live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. One last segment here on Hour One. A good time, not a long time. I'm going to jump into a sports update. The Vancouver Canucks will try for a third straight win when they visit the Dallas Stars in NHL play tonight. The Canucks enter 7-2-1 over their past 10. One point back of Vegas, and the Golden Knights are at Tampa tonight. The Ottawa Senators take a five-game losing streak into their game at Colorado. The Sins blew a 3-0 third-period lead in Tuesday's loss, 4-3 at Arizona in Jacques Martin's 
uh, debut with the team. And the Oilers look to get back in the win column when they visit the New Jersey Devils. Oilers have lost three in a row. Also tonight, Toronto visits Buffalo. Montreal's at Minnesota. And Anaheim welcomes the Flames. CFL News, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers have signed Dietrich Nichols to a two-year contract extension. The veteran DB was scheduled to become a free agent in February. He's a two-time CFL All-Star. Sports update brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. Turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. And for Landmark Cinemas in Landmark Cinemas now, Silent Night from legendary director John Woo and the producer of John Wick. Silent Night redefines the action genre with visceral thrill-a-minute storytelling. I appreciate the people writing in. Matt Dubuck is with us. People writing in about their bad bets that they spoiled. We'll read your text later. Moose blew his by celebrating at the one-yard line last night. Blew his bet regal NHL parlay. Uh, Coach Michael Wynn is watching in Winnipeg. Winnipeg's our number two city for viewership, by the way. And he goes, Coach Dubuck must be a Bomber fan. I Three years there, so yes, I am. <laughs> okay, there's a photo of Matt. Look it up. D U B U C. Matt, seriously, is it Dubuck or Dubuck? I Whatever you want to. No, call what do you say when Dubuck. you Dubuck? Yeah. Dubuck. Okay, that's fine. I just want to say it right. Now, my I'm a if broadcaster. You ask, if you ask my dad that, it'd be completely different. Dubuck. En français, very different. <laughs> well, the other day, your announcer Jonathan, at your windup, uh, said Dubuck. I'm like, oh my god, I've been saying it wrong all this time. You're fine. Okay. Uh, there's a photo of you catching it on your head. Yeah. You've seen that photo? <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> That's a good those, one. Those are the good old days. Look it up. Matt Dubuck, Blue Bombers and Argos. Got a quick Doug Flutie story? Yeah, Doug Flutie was our Cosmo Kramer. He would live one <laughs> floor above us in Toronto. And uh, Jeremy and o O'Day and Mike Kisilak were all roommates. And he'd just come downstairs and jump on our couch and... and uh, you know, he, he, he was cool. Uh, you know, when he comes down here, we, you know, we'll text or whatever. He still plays in the band um, down at Lauderdale by the sea. So once in a while, I'll try to get down there and see him play. But, uh, yeah, very competitive guy. Anything he did, it, 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 he was just super competitive, super competitive. If you have just turned on your sets, it's our annual Boca Raton Bowl preview. We talked about the game earlier, Syracuse versus USF tonight, and Matt's kid, Trey's. Is he playing in it tonight? Yeah. Yeah, he's in it uh, tonight at FAU Stadium. It's on ESPN main network and TSN+. Plus. But I can't let you get out of here without talking about, and we have about three minutes, the Alouettes. You glossed over it, but Machocha and you were pretty tight. Yeah. They've just been pretty happy to see what they did this year, along with Fajardo and Moz, and they all got extensions. Uh, listen, Danny Danny is a, a pro in the business. He runs a free agent camp at our school every year. Um, love him. We go to lunch when he's in town. I'm happy that he, he got it going. I, I love O'Day, and I love Chris Jones. Unfortunately, they all got to play each other. And I'm, yeah. I'm not more loyal to one or the other, but I, I certainly do appreciate the league i appreciate what the league and i wouldn't be sitting here without football i mean football is such a and i said that the other night at our banquet that football is just a unification of, of people because it takes 11 people on each side of the ball to work together to to put this product out there perfectly and i always say in the you know we don't want to play with nine we don't want to play with 10 and people say you, you got to play with 11. well the 11 have to play in unison, and that's what I mean by that. So, you know, I, I, I think Danny is, you know, was able to accomplish that, and that's hard to do at our level, at the college level, 
and obviously at the pro level and what you're seeing with the Miami Dolphins right now. I mean, you know, you get those years where things just kind of work. And then you get other years and you figure out, what, did I, what am I doing wrong here? And then you get fired. So it happens know, fast. It happens fast. Coach, thanks for everything. I'll see you at the game tonight. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks. I appreciate it. Coach Matt Dubuck of the Cardinal Gibbons High School Chiefs, three-time, three-time, I got three it right time. now, state champions. I think you'll be coming to a pro stadium near you. Stick around. But I know that you'll be back with the Chiefs for another championship run next year. Andrew Nuwaki, next hour. Eight seasons with the Eskimos. Great Cup champion. Realtor down here in Fort Lauderdale now. And Murray State grad. Lots to get to after this brief pause on Game Plus Television and Key Radio.